This is a HeadGum Podcast. Fine Dining, the search for the most mediocre restaurant in America, is a podcast where comedian Michael Ornelas is traveling the country, eating at all chain restaurants in search of the perfectly average 5.0 out of 10 dining experience. The objective middle threshold of where bad becomes good. Friend of the Doughboys, Marissa Pinson and John Glover were the most recent guests as they reviewed Costco's Food Court. It's a two-part episode that covers everything from discontinued menu items to how many Costco hot dogs they could fit in their mouths. Damn, I wish I was on that episode. I'd crush that. Head over to linktree.com slash fine dining podcast, uh, F-I-N-E-D-I-N-I-N-G-P-O-D-C-A-S-T, and click B's giveaway to enter a giveaway for an all expenses paid trip to your local Applebee's, the current front runner for the most mediocre restaurant in America at 5.02 out of 10 for you and up to three of your friends. And you can watch or listen to fine dining on your platform of choice while you're there. Enter by May 1st, and the winner will be announced on the May 8th episode. Disclaimer, $50 will be provided for transportation along with a $200 Applebee gift card. I love doing those fast read disclaimer things. Go give fine dining a listen. The search for the most mediocre restaurant in America. What's up, shitheads? Welcome back to another episode of High and Mighty. It's me, boy. Standing six foot two, three hundred and one pounds, putting on that holiday weight. We are, of course, going to be discussing that later. Uh, from the south shore of Nassau County, Long Island, it's John Gabris. All you got to do is trust me. Jackson, Maine, from A Star Is Born, abortion is healthcare. Okay, great. Didn't we decide that we were going to try to find a new character to replace you? You did. Did I not do it at all? Yeah, of course not. You're fucking spent the last eight days in an edible haze playing Baldur's Gate three. None of your fucking business, Jackson. Me. Also joining my behind mighty studios and my nearly silent host, Arthur Gapers. <coughs> Arthur, give him a shout out. Arthur's actually in the high and mighty studios because my wife is out of town. The only time he ever hangs out with me. Also joining me in the high and mighty studios. He's a returning guest. He's a funny ass motherfucker, and he has a new special out that sounds like a Robert Rodriguez movie. It's the blue eyed Mexican himself, <laughs> Shane Torres. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> What an intro. Well, I've was... got to get in the fucking hyperbaric chamber for half an hour and come back. <laughs> no, no. you got to put a million dollars in your body every year like LeBron. Yeah. Yeah. Just to scream 30 seconds just, a week. I just put a million dollars worth of food in my body every year. <laughs> <laughs> and at the, I, at the at the at the cheap-ass food I'm buying, it's a lot of quantity. Yeah, <laughs> a yeah, yeah. You're like, it's, it's, a million dollars worth of street meat is bananas. God. <laughs> <laughs> that just... Be- like they would just like be like a doctor would be like you're just sick like like for if you had a million dollars worth of street meat I you said that Robert Rodriguez thing I've only blacked this out I took a meeting with his company uh uh in Austin a few years ago just general stuff but they had he owns a like a rotisserie like a Ooh. chicken like place there and they catered the meal and they had like all the food was fantastic and then the people at the end of the meal like. You know, they took me around because he shoots all of his a lot of his stuff down there. So like, right? He's got dust. like a full fucking studio, a yeah, lab, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And shit. Yeah. But I went to the Dust Till Dawn bar and saw a bunch of the car, the Death Proof car, and that kind of shit. So it's oh, like, awesome! Very cool. And they took me the meeting, and the meeting went fine. And they like catered it, and they're like, "Hey, do you want all this food? Because we eat it every like you know we eat this like once a week. So if you want it, you can have it." And I so I left like a meeting with a huge director's company. <laughs> With a bunch of roast chicken and queso, and they never call. I feel like it was like a test. They're like, if if this little piglet takes the chicken, <laughs> then we we're don't want to work, work, work with him. That's, that's fat like fuck. That's like that's like a that's like the like Hollywood lingo. You know, like right. what do they call it when you get into when you get into SAG the first time and you can like pass on the dues. You, like you get a FICOR or Taft Hartley or some shit. A Taft Hartley. Yeah. Like they're like, <laughs> yeah. that's like Taft Hartley. Like it's that kind of slang. Like, Oh, did you hear about Gabrus? Pig took the chicken. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, he took oh, the man, He was so close. <laughs> he was he almost like he was desperado go yeah. too. <laughs> <laughs> but Pig you know what? Chicken. That's a crazy ass test because free if free food's gonna go in the garbage, I will pull it out of the garbage and take yes. it with me in front of like 
But and I, also, it I'm certainly is you. not a thing they even remember. Right, like, right, if, exactly. If they remember me at all, the rest of your the rest life. of my life, because until something goes right, <laughs> and then in my mind the narrative will change, and it'll be like, yeah, they were gonna they were gonna work with me, but then I took some chicken, and they decided I wasn't good enough, and I was like, fuck them, you know, like yeah, this is like eight it, years it, on your WTF, and then it's like yeah. fact checked by the New Yorker, and Robert yeah, yeah. Rodriguez is mad yeah. at you and shit, <laughs> <laughs> and then I put out a video that says I am not a psychopath or whatever. Right. <laughs> It, it would it would be really funny if like in five years you you're in a Robert Rodriguez movie you're in fucking Spy Kids ten they're grown ups now or whatever and you yeah. are like crazy huh you know coming you still hire me after the whole chicken thing and they're like what the fuck and then you realize how, you're a psycho for having thought about it for like the last decade uh, but there's like a shot there's just it's at crafty they're serving roast chicken and i see it and i have a flashback and that's when i blow like they're like spy kids blow it again though. shut down shut down to third lead freaking the fuck out oh man oh god we're recording this on boxing day and according to ah. and i believe today is also technically kwanzaa um, I don't know much about the Kwanzaa holiday. I'm not going to do that. But imagine I started speaking. Hey, I, I find if you don't know, it's best not to say a goddamn thing. Hey, preacher, choir, brother. About if I've, anything. If I've learned anything in my entire life, I've learned <laughs> Take so note, much. podcasters of the world. Uh, dude, I've had to learn in my own personal life that it's like, well, you are right, but does it matter right now? And if so, are you going to dig in to be right or to, like, engage on this? I can't believe they're being hypocritical or, like. Yeah. Like, what? how much of a battle do you want to pick? Like, or not even pick, but, all, like. With my family, with my loved ones, with, like, a barista. I'm like, oh, oh that's funny that it's, like, 405 now. You know, and I'm like, just fucking get pay tip and get the fuck out of here, man. What are you doing? Yeah, I did that with a barista, like, in San Francisco. This guy was like. Uh, actually, we don't take cash. And I was like, I'm pretty sure that's against the law. He goes, actually, it's not. And I'm like, it is. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to pay with a card, but it is. It's like, this is money. You have to take it. It's not like I'm handing you a Confederate dollar. And I said that <laughs> while I was trying to get a peppermint mocha. Like, I like, <laughs> yeah, having a holiday treat. And I like. And this I'm was positive like, the guy getting a peppermint mocha doesn't have any Confederate bucks with. Yeah, well, I just also just like he was shitty. That's all it was was the delivery. Right. Like right, and that's and that's the thing I've I I know it's learn. weird, but we don't take cash anymore. Like right. could have been yeah. Yeah, it's sorry, company policy. And, I, and I would pull out my card and be like, oh, why don't you take cash anymore? Here's the card, but I'm just very curious. But I was just like, you little fuck, this is the thing you're in charge of. I'll fucking wait outside this place for you. Like, I, <laughs> dude, I have to like, I have, to, I'm like, oh, my wife like mispronounced this thing. And I'll be like, oh, it's actually blah, blah. She's like, it is. And then I'm like, you know what? <laughs> it doesn't have to be. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, and, also like, and now I've made you feel bad. And now I'm like going for round two of like correcting you. And like now I'm like explaining why it's pronounced that way. And you're just angrier. And I'm not feeling better. I'm like, and you, now that's how you say voluptuous. And it's like, yeah. that doesn't make me feel better. <laughs> yeah. And you said it in front of a waiter. And the waiter yeah. goes back into the kitchen. He's just like, you this fucking guy out there talking Spit to his this wife. This guy's fucking burger. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, they're like, I don't care if this takes a fucking hour. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, he just, yeah, I get so hot about shit like that. And then I'm like, this is truly. It's kind of like nothing. And it also means nothing. It kind like of most is of the like time. the podcast or comedy brain, if you will, where you're like, okay, let's dig in here and we can like riff and find something. And it's like, it might be a little aggressive, but. Oh, we'll yeah. Get like it's a little fun. bit like a, like a little bit of a breadcrumb for you to move something. Yeah. Or, yeah. Yeah. I think that that's probably because it's kind of a reactive muscle. So like right. you just die, like you would just do it. 
Like you ever have that? Like even when you're with friends who have thick skin, and you're like, I know, you know, our friendship ball busters. Everyone who's ball busting, you ever like accidentally ball bust? Like you're in, like you're just keyed up, and you're like, yeah, well, why don't you tuck your dick between your legs and let your wife peg you again? (laughs) And it's like all of a sudden, it's like, oh, I came out way too strong or something. You're you're like, and you're like, even the friend whose balls you frequently bust is like, really, man, that kind of actually hurt. And you're like, why am I swinging like this? So. Like and a jump, like right, right. Yeah, there's like an NBA player who came out. It's like I'm gonna fucking stuff it down someone's throat tonight. And you're like, was this even necessary? A little right, bit. right. You're down 61 points. Just fucking yeah, away. yeah, yeah. You're like you're down 40, and you're like, ah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. take that friend you're of right. 10 years. <laughs> Guy at AAU came to my mom's funeral. We did all those things together. <laughs> God damn it! It's a, uh, yeah. The holidays, which is our yeah. topic today, yeah. is is fraught with this for me. This year, I didn't go home for Christmas. I went home for like two weeks, uh, for a week, two weeks before Christmas, which that counts. That counts. That counts. Oh, by the way, right. I I did not mo- go home. Ooh. But yeah, where yeah. does that stand? Because I, I I went to the movies yesterday on Christmas Day with a buddy whose mom is like upset that he didn't come home, and my mom is like lightly upset that I didn't come home, even though like I can't like. I can't dig in and go like, do you understand like having a day to myself is not something I frequently get. So like if I have it, like, yeah, I don't give a- well, man, and Christmas but, doesn't and, like mean anything to me. Fa- yeah, seeing and also my family two weeks matters. ago, yeah, two weeks ago is like, it's preparatory, I think, like, to right. be like, like that your mom would be like, oh, he might not come, but I got, I get to see him here. Like, I don't know how much you have to give. Like I text my brothers that that's like. I was like, hey, I'm not coming home this year. And they were like, okay. (laughs) And that was like, and and that was it. And I was like, all right, like, well, fuck you too. Like, I didn't even talk to him on the phone yesterday. Oh, I (laughs) I texted with him. I got the the passed around on FaceTime at the family dinner movie. Oh, man, I would kill for that. Like, you just fucking check all the boxes in one. Hi, Auntie. Hi, Uncle Matt. Like, just keep passing me around. Yeah. That's fuck it. Uh, My brother's, my brother was like, I texted him. I took a nap, and he he goes, "Hey, what are you doing?" I go, oh, "I'm just sitting here watching, like, a, watching some ball and just like chilling out before I went to dinner with some friends." And he goes, "Okay, Merry Christmas." <laughs> and I, I say thing, and I go, and I go, "Hey, well, like, you know, send me some pictures later of you guys eating. That'd be nice. No pictures, no like." <laughs> My only request as a long distance uncle was. I FaceTimed my brother who who has kids before they started their full Christmas dinner and company because I want I love my nephews being fully like ADHD. Uh, it's the best. Up going, Uncle, Uncle, Uncle Manny, I got the, the Raphael. I got the Raphael with the size. Like oh. I just like list all your fucking toys. We got Mario Kart, two new controllers. You can use the pink one when you come if you want, Uncle Manny. Like I just want, I want this fucking deluge of information. Uh, like stop. I love that shit. Uncleing is the best. Uncleing yes. is is fucking rad, dude. Yeah, yeah. Being an uncle, being a father looks horrible, but uncleing looks rad, <laughs> dude. Being an uncle fucking rules. I be, becoming an uncle let me decide I didn't want to be a parent too. Like, yeah, I was just like, oh shit, this I'm getting enough juice off this, and there's like a little kid that I give a shit about out there, this who I enough. adore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> yeah. And then I'm like, and I'm like, I don't. But then after like four hours with my nephew, I'm like, man, you want to like chill? And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, cool. Like, I don't know if I need to be responsible for this yeah. all the time. I'd be like, wait, you can't watch a movie? <laughs> like, you don't have the ability? All right. Yeah, like, I can't do that's this. Like, what, like, they don't sit still. <laughs> no. Like, it's bananas. You can't get them to sit still. Like, we tried to put on a show I was in, and it's only 20 minutes long, and I couldn't hold my nephew's attention. They're like, what? I was talking with my nephew about like this. I was like. He has no idea, like, what timelines look like. Like, you know, I knew Casablanca was an old movie. Right. But I think he, he thinks Forrest Gump is the same time frame. Like. Right. Like, yeah, like they, they have, like. Really I'm like. funny you said. We were talking about this the other day. It's like, 
our generation, we had to, and because there was just less shit on, we didn't have as much kids programming. I like watched I Dream of Genie and like Gilligan's Island and shit that was just on TV. And I'm like, thank God I'm watching TV. If I put on, thank fucking, God, I, thank God I'm watching TV. Right, that's all that mattered to me. Was that's any a, port that, is storm. A, that is a t-shirt. That's a podcast t-shirt. Thank God I'm watching TV instead of listening to High and Mighty. You just put. That. <laughs> well, it's like if you come from like a fucking sort of toxic household, like the TV oh. is like a good like if you're like we could just even my dad will sit silently for an hour and not like fucking yammer on. Yeah, yeah like, let's watch Jeopardy together. I don't give a fuck. Now, if you put on like if you put on for a kid, you put on Parks and Rec, they would think it's like a fucking LP or something like it's like it's wild. <laughs> I'm like, you guys don't like length of anything like, you know, like just just doing this all that like their fingers are going to be worn out. Like, I feel like my nephew's pointer will be shorter through contact of a screen at some point in his life. Yeah. And then have like that crazy, like hunch neck thing going on. Yeah. Like, the oh, the, and phone bones, you know, that thing. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a real. And I found recently I've been on my phone so much that like my pinky is starting to feel weird because I hold my phone like. Like this, you know, like yeah, yeah. Underneath oh, it to support it, dude. My pinky has like a divot in it, and it like kind of hurts. And I'm like, <laughs> I think I, <laughs> yo, it's like I'm so embarrassed how how like I'm like I really wish I could lose weight. I wish I had the attention span to like uh, read books again. I'm like, I really have all this creative work I want to do, and then I'll just sit and like look at Instagram stories of like beautiful woman deadlifting cute dog diving through yeah. window. Oh, beautiful woman strongest gay you're <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. yeah. I'm like i don't even know how to interpret that but i will <laughs> click on it it's <laughs> like a power lifter and rainbow tights world strongest gay is like espn it's a guy I follow, yeah. I follow him on i follow him on instagram he's awesome <laughs> oh that's awesome yeah like, yeah he, he fucking, like, of, like always... muscle mommy related content i follow i'm, I'm surprised i haven't oh. been served oh like, god i follow so much boxing content like <laughs> i have big boxing fan and i follow so much of it and like some of it is just like these monsters like and it's the war they're like doing this like front-facing videos and like you're a boxer you're not a person Throw who some needs jabs. <laughs> yeah yeah do not be like tell me about like Vaccines. like the yeah oh. <laughs> And I have to like, follow like some of them I, are not smart. Like, and no. I don't mean that like in a way like that. Some of them are just generally not bright people, yeah. but they're you don't incredible have to athletes. Necessarily be to be a good yeah. boxer. Like, yeah, no, yeah. but, but they're like, and they're brilliant boxers. But I, I, I watch and I'm like, why is this guy trying to convince me that Scarface is not a good movie? Like, you know, like, <laughs> right. I'm like this, what are we doing in this war? It's like the internet is like Christmas dinner with your, your extended family. Everybody's <laughs> right. saying shit. None of it makes sense, and it's not real. It's a conversation, but n nobody's talking about the same things. Right, dude, and uh, great segue back to the topic, Mr. I was Torres. trying. I was like, <laughs> this guy's I a fucking I, pro. I, I, only, I never even improvised. I just, <laughs> dude, I, this guy's straight riffing. He's on the fucking edge here. Uh, but yeah, uh, dude, the older you get, the crazier holidays seem to. Like, when, once, like, I and I don't want to sound, like, greedy, but, like, once, like, gifts i couldn't buy myself were off the table i was like a huge family gathering sucks <laughs> like i'm sorry once well, the problem is solved you know like <laughs> right <laughs> dude i don't get it sometimes i'm like when people are like i love seeing my family at the holidays i'm like i would i long for that in some ways like i hope i meet a woman who's got a big family and like they all wear giant shawl collars and it's always right. snowing in Vermont, you know, right, like, in right. yeah, I want that. I like I would love that. Just and like, you got to oh, sit gonna... down with the dad and the uncle and pretend to give a shit about the Patriots for like. Thanksgiving uh, oh, or whatever. God, it'd be yeah. heavenly. Yeah, yeah. And just, you're like, hey, we got it. You know, like and then like and then there's like one guy who's like, that's the dirt bag. And him and I are going to get along, you know, yeah. like. It's like, yeah. what, would you, what would you talk to my Uncle Mike about that whole time? He's like, ah, crap. You found out you, you, <laughs> you, you meet your wife's sister for the first time, and you're like, oh, she's the hot one. <laughs> oh, damn it. <laughs> that would be horrible. <laughs> oh, man. Um, Yeah, it's like one of those things, like, also, so visit. I've I moved away from home uh, very early, but when I moved to New York City, that was still only forty five minutes away from my mom. So it wasn't like 
to but grief. you weren't even seeing her every month though probably no right? no 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 not at all because that's like i just i couldn't and she they also couldn't like for some reason couldn't make it out to Brooklyn god forbid they god forbid they <laughs> they transverse water yeah, yeah. Like or came to a comedy show that i did weekly for you know a decade or something yeah. like that where are you i don't know where to find you well, how come you never come home to visit anymore i'm like how come you never come visit me oh well we're busy you know it's like okay, yeah, yeah, okay. Me too, dude. i i couldn't possibly be trying to capture a dream that's not right. hard work. <laughs> no, I can't possibly be having forty-one ten ninety-nines this year as I chase down, chase down forty-seven grand in my fucking second yeah, year yeah. Of comedy. A- like, after yeah. expenses, I am far below the poverty line, right. and this wouldn't oh. hit a rap. This wouldn't hit a good rapper's dinner bill one night. <laughs> Yeah, I'm just like one billionaire's tip away from being back in the black. Like, I yeah. just need like, <laughs> like that's what money looks like. To you. Yeah. <laughs> but once once I moved away to California, uh, to Los Angeles, and I, I'm married, I got in laws, and our brothers all have kids. So we're like, oh, we should go home and visit and see them because Christmas is magical with kids. I get that. But the thing about going home for Christmas now, and this is going to make me sound awful. Hopefully none of my in-laws are listening. But when you go visit your family, your family's in-laws, all the other people who didn't leave town are there. So now I'm there with my brother-in-law's father-in-law. Like, you know, like now it's like my my wife's brother's wife's dad. And now I'm talking to this guy and I'm like, this is who I'm spending Christmas with? Like, not a bad guy, but I don't know him at all. And now I'm here. And now also the nephews who I came to see are so fucking juiced up because of Christmas, presents, dad. And their screen oriented lives. Yeah, like, and two yeah, grandparents yeah. are visiting. It's like they don't give a fuck about Uncle John. And so it's like the second we went on a non-Christmas time, you know, like my wife, like my wife said it. She's like, I don't want to be rude, but it would be nice when you drop four G's to see your family that they acted excited that you were there. And I'm yes. like, oh, on Christmas, yes. no one on Christmas they're super busy. And like, I, and it took me like empathy. I didn't understand. I was like, these motherfuckers don't give a shit. We're here. It's like. Well, they're making lasagna for like eleven people that are coming over. And they're wrapping gifts. The <laughs> There's night a before. little bit of that. That yeah, yeah, like like. I I'm flew. coming into their yeah. fucking world, into their like they've got. And my brother's like, "You got to be here by one thirty. And it's like, "Well, dude, I have to do." But he's like, "Well, we're starting at one thirty. I'm like, "Oh, no flexibility for me." The guy who flew across the country, and it's like, "That's exactly no, I have a six year old and a three year old." And I'm like, "Oh, fuck. Okay, fine. You know, yeah, like yeah. it's very frustrating." So then, when you go home when it's not <laughs> Christmas, it like the the event, the holiday is Uncle Shane is here. And it's like, yeah. oh, that feels so much better. Like, that is worth true. your value. Yeah. That is true. But it's also like, I did do this too. Like, I understand you have a six-year-old, a three-year-old, and they take priority over me, like, right. on these holidays. But, like, know that, like, I'm going through something too. I, w- I just want you to acknowledge it. That I, like, right. it cost a lot of money. Like, I truly would like that. Like, I, like, I can't it, articulate it. Like, my mom's like, it's so sad that you're home alone for Christmas. And I'm like. Mom, I cannot get into how much I would prefer this than visiting family. And like, because it'll make, it'll hurt your feelings. Yeah. Because like, it has nothing to do with you guys. But when you're a certain age, like, we don't really have like weeks off. We're recording on the day after Christmas, right? Yeah. Now. We, like, and it, we always bury, like, it's always like, we're not, um, it's kind of the same. Like, well, we're on a schedule that we're on. Right, like, exactly. Like, yeah. yeah. If I want like, I got off work. these five days, I could use this for myself. I could use like one Christmas. Tip, Tiff and I, after a good year, we went to fucking Paris and Barcelona over Christmas, and we were like, "Why?" And it was you know because that's like the only ten days where there's not like necessarily a gig is gonna fly down at a or, uh, or yeah, like that's the thing is like I like I had to be like you know when you're dating someone or you're married, you're like. All right, well, I'm open in March right now. So if we're going to do something, it needs to be here. It needs like, to be here. I need to put it down. And I put, potentially, it, if I get a great offer, I have Yeah, to like if it. there's a huge check, <laughs> that's also important. Right. And they'll be like, yeah, you have to be with understanding people for that kind of shit. Like, right. So when Christmas time is that one time where like almost nothing is going to happen, maybe you can get. Like you're a, you're a stand up, so maybe you can get a new a great New Year's Eve set or something like that. 
but frequently yeah. no one's going to audition. There's not going to be a general meeting. So you, so yeah. we, we took that time and went to Europe and we were like, can you believe other breaks? We were like sleeping in three different beds around the tri-state area <laughs> and like, and like having to be around kids getting up early and all this shit. And it costs like, a little bit less, you know what I mean? Like the flights to like, enjoy myself right. so much less. And it was like, and we were like, holy shit. What we did was use our holiday to take an actual holiday because visiting your own, your childhood home and staying and, and reigniting like every single one of your like 18 year old fucking like anxieties is not a fucking vacation dog. <laughs> no, it's and, and also like, like I'm all go to the store. I need to leave this chaos. If somebody needs something, let me run the errand. And you're like, Oh Christ. I ran into Steve at the store. Oh, like, dude, go like, sometimes it's great to see someone that you genuinely like. And like, how are you? And then sometimes you're like, you are in a horrible position in life. And I feel bad. And I like, I don't know what to say or do. Right. And like, especially yeah. with like a little bit of fame, like, Oh, I saw you on Bert's podcast. You know, like they yeah. always like, oh, they yeah. always know a little something about your career. And you're like, no, thank you. Thank you. And they're like, I oh. always thought you weren't that funny or whatever. You're like, yeah. Okay, you're like, what Grace. is going on? I, <laughs> I was home uh, around Thanksgiving and I was doing shows. And then, my nephew had a court date, so I was like, I'll go over to Dallas. I was in Dallas, and I was like, I'll go back to Fort Worth and go, like, sit in his court date. And as I'm walking up to the courthouse, I see this, like, skinny dude. He goes, Shane. I go, yeah, man. yeah. And I was like, just thought he knew me. He goes, it's Josh. And I was like, oh, my God. And I was Your like, nephew? This kid, no. <laughs> this kid I went to high school with, and I hadn't seen in 20 years. And I, and I was like, how you doing, man? And he goes, Okay, you know, I, I, I kind of fucked up and, uh, you know, got caught drinking and driving. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry to hear that, man. No one was hurt, though. He goes, no one was hurt. And I was like, good. And he goes, yeah, but he was like, you know, I went away for 10 years. So, like, Somebody they could really send me. You know, like, <laughs> well, like, and it was like, he was saying, like, no, he went, he went in the, he was locked up for, like, 10 years, got out, was doing well, and then oh, he got a DUI. Oh. And, and I was like, and he seemed like he was okay, which made me happy. Like, he seemed like, he was like, I think I'm going to be fine, but it was like, I was just like, God damn it, dude. Like, I'm like, and the amount of times I just didn't get caught making dumb mistakes being home. Like, oh, dude, the luck of the fucking draw, man. Oh, truly. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think like my desire to get out of my hometown, uh, even though I only moved 40 minutes, 45 minutes to Brooklyn after college, I think like caught you know i escaped the clutches of like the hometown drama of yeah. like but you well, also I moved to the well biggest DWI. city yeah yeah i i live yeah, near yeah. new york city that's like I, it's not outlandish to be like <laughs> i don't need to get that much distance to get to something that's completely new and, but it's that's very on long island though it's like fucking it might as well be an international flight to get from long island to manhattan is it really that way i mean i've never spent any time on long island so it's like the, is it really like there's that separate to me. It, like it's it's so crazy that it's that close. There are people, this- yeah. There are people who just like, you know, like oh, we have a Thai restaurant here. <laughs> it's like okay, no, I know, I know. <laughs> but I'm saying like all, people. Everything fly- is on Long Island. Yeah, New York. Yeah, yeah. People fly from the far reaches of the globe to spend time in New York City. You have a eight dollar train ride on a Sunday. You can go into and see Manhattan, and they're like. It's crowded. It's busy. The homeless people, the weed smoke. I'm like, you smoke weed in your back. You know, like any excuse people can come up with. It's like, oh, okay. And it's just like a fear of getting out of the small pond. Like I'm already yeah. kind of a big fish. I'm comfortable here. And Long Island has like this weird pride to like be like, yeah, I don't have to go into the city. I got everything I need right here in my. Yeah, room. they're like, I yeah, got like, two fridges full of Trulies. What else do I need? <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, oh, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. like because it's also like there's a little bit of the cities like we are. New- there's the thing that would turn me off if I was from Long Island. So somebody being like, I am interesting because I live in New York City, which is the most exhausting person. Like, oh yeah, truly love the Long Island people way more than that person. But dude, like, I, 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 and I was briefly that person, of course. Like. But then oh, you're like, really? Yeah, you got to feel that way when you get out of Long Island. You're like, you don't even know in Brooklyn we have coffee shops you can walk to, you know, like. Yeah, then, yeah, yeah. And then it takes like your little brother to go like one time my little brother was like, 
<laughs> roasted me. He's like, oh, you're in your coffee shop with your Wi-Fi? And I'm like, wait, am I getting roasted for using the internet? And he was like kind of weirdly right. <laughs> like, just I was like, dogging yeah. you like, you just like the lie? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like, oh, fair enough. Yeah, you got me. Yeah, there's a... There's, there's, but there's, there are those people a... who are like, I'm from, I live in New York City, so you know, it's like, oh, have you ever had this sandwich? It's like, I live in New York City, so like, I eat great sandwiches all the time. You're like, oh, can you just be please a human stop. being, please? Yeah. What do you What do you do in New York City? Uh, I work five jobs, and I'm not really in pursuit of anything. Right, <laughs> like, right. Yeah, like, just like, the idea that I live in the city should be enough for my personality. Oh, yeah, it yeah, is yeah. Not, yeah, no, no. Sorry, brother. <laughs> Thank you for the uh, picture of a bagel on your Instagram. <laughs> But I yeah. remember I remember being like three years into New York City carrying fucking groceries in my hands like I'm doing a fucking world's strongest gay farmer's <laughs> walk, like holding all these plastic bags in my little like talon hands as my fingers are turning purple as I'm like two more blocks and I'm home. And I'm like, you know, the city does kind of suck for some reason. Like, it's like where oh, I came to. Yeah. Dude, it's like that shit is like unre- I was talking with somebody about this. Like, you know what it's like to have a car to get your groceries? <laughs> And not have it be like an emergency condition on the subway where you're just holding mangoes and doing a tension exercise or whatever. Like, right. Bro, try not- moving to L.A., it was like insanely freeing to just have a car to be like, remember when we wanted to go to Connecticut and it was like four trains, seven hours. Now I can just like get in my car. Yeah. And deal with traffic. But I can yeah. go in any direction I want to go. Anything feels, is fixable. Yeah. It feels so like you feel so fucking gr- and look, I don't want to sound classist. I did it for like eight years, but I never want to fucking use a laundromat again. Like, <laughs> like going to a laundromat like in in Brooklyn, you're like, this sucks. Like, I mean, I have coin operated laundry off. in my apartment building now, so like, and you're I'm, like, I'm this like is one better. step above. Yeah, I'm still gotta, I still gotta scare up quarters, which is like a bank. You ask a <laughs> bank for quarters, they're like, we can't give any to you. I'm like, why? I'm fucking trapped here. How is this? Yeah. <laughs> I I drop my laundry off now, and oh, it's truly like it's something shit. I. Uh, the, it's something. Well, I'm gone so much. Like what I do is I just like when I come home from the road, I take my suitcase and I drop it off at the laundry, and I'm like everything in here, and then I pick it up the next day, and I'm like, well, this goes on a plane tomorrow with me. So like <laughs> these five Pantera shirts and these two <laughs> pairs of jeans, please. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Pretty much, dude. You know how I like it. Please don't shrink anything. (laughs) It's so dark. Like, oftentimes, the elderly Asian woman who runs the laundry is the first person I talk to when I get home, and she doesn't even speak English. Like, like, she points at me like, she points at it and be like, there's a sign that goes blankets, and then I go, no blankets. She goes, this detergent? I go, yes. And then she writes a ticket. And then even though they take cards, she can't figure out how to do it unless her grandson is there or her son is there, whoever she, whoever the room. So I, I have to pay cash or I have like a, a debt to them. Yeah. It's, uh, it's. Dude. Fucking what? I'm like, I you- love it. You just mentioned something that made me really ha- like that is not to be like the city guy, but like I had this corner store by by me that stocked iced coffee in the winter because I'm an iced coffee year round guy. And in Brooklyn, in the mid aughts, they weren't doing that everywhere. Now you can like now every coffee shop always has. Cold it's impossible drink. not to have it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. But yeah, these guys kept have, yeah. a picture for me and they were like uh, this great little like Colombian food market. And I would go there. And I would like bullshit with the guy behind the counter and almost barely neither of us understood each other. But like I have like, you know, the comedy charisma of like, ah, you know, you could just say something that sounds yeah, yeah. like a joke yeah. and you both laugh and it doesn't even matter. And they're and like, like you, they'll do something like you want. They do something like toothpaste or not toothpaste. Like they like, yeah, like last time you like toothpaste. Yeah. And <laughs> then you like laugh with them and you're like. <laughs> And I had that interaction like every day for like five years. And like you saying like the first person I'm like, I still haven't spoken to my mom as much as I spoke to the fucking and that I moved away <laughs> 10 years ago. And that co- and that fucking bodega dude, I've had more interactions with than most of my family. <laughs> <laughs> that guy like that it's guy has no there are t- that like does that person know how much they are a part of like other people's lives? Like that's so intriguing to me. I I this is this is a stupid New York story too. I was just home la- a couple weeks ago. I kind of wonder that myself. Yeah. Like the like, bodega uh, guy would be like, 
watching TV and be like, these four guys on these four different TV or four different people on four different TV shows, I used to give coffee to every day for like six years. Because yeah, like, and I've been in your twenties, you're just paying for coffee every day because it just feels good to get out of your shit hole time. I mean, or or you're doing it when you're my age. Yeah, I'm still right, doing it. It's still, I guess, still I, like I if I, I would have bought an espresso machine eight years ago, <laughs> yeah, I would save God. so much fucking money. <laughs> but that would mean I would have to clean it and know how to make espresso, espresso, and I yeah, can't do that. <laughs> I'm busy being no, an artist by podcasting. <laughs> I'm busy being an artist. Actually, I'm busy mostly being a marketing agency for myself, which is brutal. <laughs> yeah, you want to be in the shame like, biz or not? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's um, fucking uh, wait. wild. Wait, we were Go saying ahead. coffee. This guy's a huge part of our lives. I, I forget now. Don't worry about it. I'm, I'm four four guys on TV. Four guys on oh, TV yeah, that like he that, used that, to serve coffee. This people, are, uh, such, they're such a huge part of your, and then you just like move away. And that's like such a New York City thing. Oh, this is what it was. New York City story. I was seeing Gutenberg on Broadway with some friends uh, a couple weeks ago. Yeah, I like to see take in some theater. And uh, a guy in front of me, Johnny, a guy in front of me is just (laughs) sitting there, a girl in the row in front of him. And he goes, Alicia. And she turns and goes, yes. And is completely like, I have no idea who this guy is. And he just goes, I'm your barista. I know. And she's like, oh, my God, you looked familiar. And I couldn't place it without the context. And she's like, and I'm like, this is such an exciting like. You go to get coffee. That's so the much best, dude. That That's the fucking wrecked. best. Yeah, and it is, <laughs> and it is like seeing a teacher at the grocery store where you're like, "Where do I know this person from?" And it was like, it's like weird. Like you have a life, and like, of course like, the barista knows your name because they write it on the fucking cup every day, cup, or yeah. like you know, yeah. <laughs> it's just such a funny like Alicia. And I was like, that I was like, that is fucking beautiful, man. That made me. It's, it is kind of the best, uh, like when that shit happens, like. Because L.A. never yeah. feels like a small world. New York will get you. Hit, hit well, because you, you have to. You actually walking feels. amongst people all the time. Like you, so you right. get it a lot. Yeah. Yeah. L.A. You everyone's be on the car. train with someone who, like you know, like you can bump into somebody. You're just like in public yeah. enough that you're the chances. Of and when you're in a community like, like comedy, like when you're in that kind of world, you get a little more. Um, you just see a ton of people because you're like you kind of right. all hibernate and live in the same places, you know, like right. And you know, you're like, you know yeah, all the comics, you're all but like, then like, if you don't you know someone, like, if you, you know do someone. Six theaters, yeah, if you know six clubs, that means you know six different sets of bartenders and servers. You know, yes, six, yeah, like, exactly. and if you're like, if you're a struggling comic, you're like, you have your day job and friends, and then you're like, I did do this uh, this one job one time, and there's the five people in that writers' room. Oh, yeah. I met you. If you do. A fucking stand-up show every night. You meet seven people a night. You, maybe you know them all, yeah. but that's like those are cops. You know, that's you, your water yeah. cooler. And yeah. you know every manager there, and you go, and they always like, I'm looking for a place. Like, well, I know a guy who's got a place. Like that shit, right. like really rolls out into your life. And you're like, how did I end up living here again? You're like, oh, that comic I didn't like was moving out. Right. And then he said, do you <laughs> well, want? I knew this they room? had a good like, deal on a place. Yeah. 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 And then like I d- I stayed. That happened. I stayed in a place for a month. And it had no window, and it was like depressing me. And I was like, "Hey, I'm moving out." Like, and then like, uh, five months later, one of the guys I lived with for a month, I was on the train. And I go, I go, Carlos, and he goes, "Yeah," and I go, "I used to live with you," and he goes, "Oh yeah, hey," <laughs> and then I n- never saw him again. Perfectly nice guy. Wait, you're just describing- you know, like- not to be king of the segue, but you're describing like holidays. Like, hey, remember I used to live with you for like 15 years, and your brother's like, yep. <laughs> and you're like, all right. Yeah. <laughs> see Didn't we see share a room? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Where do I know yeah. you from? You used to be. And I can't even remember. <laughs> I can't even remember what the other roommate looked like. Like, oh, that's so I- funny. Yeah, I can remember. I remember one just because I ran into him that one time. But I can't remember. <laughs> and that was like one month of your life that you just crossed paths with two people that yeah. you're like you're like weirdly tied to them forever now. Yeah. 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 That's that so was like fun. one of those things. Yeah. I learned the lesson. That, you know, like when you're young and you're like doing the thing of like, well, the cheapest thing is the best thing forever because I'm young <laughs> and poor. And then like I finally learned the lesson of like, no, I should spend a hundred dollars more a month. To have a place to put my clothes, like, yeah. like, yeah, like, like uh, wait, your daylight life to... is about, yeah, <laughs> anything, dude. 
quality of just life to see is daylight valuable. cost me an extra seventy five dollars a month. <laughs> I'm gonna accidentally lose that. Accidentally paying pay, paying the blanket charge at the laundry machine. At the <laughs> so I might as well just fucking do it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, God. Are there holidays I, I that couldn't believe? Are it. there holidays that were big in your family that like that? Is there like a tradition <clears throat> you miss at least? Like, I mean, I went till we were about. 10 or 12 i think like maybe 13 before my folks divorced we would have um we would have a christmas eve party where their friends would come over and stuff and we made tamales because we're mexican you know so like that was like yeah. a really fun uh weirdly enough I the the tamales and pozole tradition has spread outside of like i went to like a white christmas eve dinner from people from uh Washington State, and they made tamales and pozole, and it was good. It was good, but I was just it's like, great, this is yeah. Fucking... I'm like, oh, that's an interesting because Italian Americans they do like the feast of the seven fishes, where you like eat seven. Yeah, I like. I Eve. just learned about that this year. Yeah, it's so interesting you that know like what the seven fishes are for. No, I don't. Did you learn that? Yeah, I don't know any Italian for. No, that's what I'm saying. Like I know yeah, every no, Italian. It, no, none of, of us mine. care. Every we East just Coast. Yeah, every East Coast. Of... <laughs> Every East Coast Italian, I'd be like, this food fucking slaps. It's good. And I'm like, I'm sure it's amazing. What's the story of the seven fishes? And they're like, I don't know. Some fucking great grandfather or, or yeah. <laughs> right, oh, exactly. like, but I'm like, I would love to know. And uh, yeah. And then I saw, I watched The Bear this year and there was an episode called Seven Fishes. And that was. Right. That's yeah. like a fucking stressful one. That one was triggering. That reminded me of my childhood for sure. God, dude. Like without the car yeah, driving I was like, in, but just the. I, 100% I was like. tension through an entire not... meal. It's like. <laughs> it was like, I was like, this isn't, this is familiar, even though this is not what it looked like for me. Like, like this is like right. the feeling is like, yeah. You're like, oh, I know this a my, lot. People, I was screaming. like, we had, I was toxic trash, so I get it. Yeah, like that totally makes yeah, sense yeah. to me. That's why yeah. everyone's like, that was my favorite episode of the season. I'm like, I like the season of, I like the episode Forks, where the guy who seems like a dumb like fucking mouth breather. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That one meant a little yeah. more to me than the one where <laughs> the family dissolves on a holiday because that I live through. I'm still waiting. Go look I'm still waiting for my Forks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you just go look in your silverware drawer after, and you're like, huh. <laughs> on the road to self-improvement here we go starting now our show today is sponsored by microdose gummies microdosing i'm sure you've heard about it all sorts of people are microdosing daily to feel healthier and perform better microdose gummies deliver perfect entry-level doses of thc that help you feel just the right amount of good now i know i have a big tolerance but for me the microdose gummies are amazing. They taste good and they feel good. I've been doing the nighttime ones. Just grab a quick handful uh, before I brush my teeth and it just really helps me. Like I do all kinds of stuff to try to make myself sleep better, but the microdose gummies work. I take a couple an hour before I want to go to sleep and like right before I brush my teeth. One is a microdose, you know, and it helps you wake up feeling not too groggy because it's easy to like overdo it with THC before sleep, it's not great. So microdose gummies are making my sleep better and I don't have all like my back pain, all that stuff. So I highly recommend you get on the Lumi Labs microdose gummies. They're available nationwide. To learn more about microdosing THC, go to microdose.com and use code MIGHTY to get free shipping and 30% off your first order. Links can be found in the show description, but again, that's microdose.com promo code mighty do you struggle to save money every month with rocket money you can quickly identify all of those sneaky subscriptions that keep charging you month after month and cancel any you no longer use it's such an easy way to start saving money rocket money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions and monitors your spending and helps you lower your bills all in one place uh you know we found out we were both paying for uh, two. I shouldn't say any specific companies. But we were both paying for a streaming service, me and my wife. So we were double paying and still not even using that much. So we definitely canceled at least one. With over five million users and counting, Rocket Money has helped save its customers an average of seven hundred and twenty dollars a year and one billion dollars in total savings so far. Got me eight bucks a month back. 
Uh, stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions and manage your money the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash mighty. That's rocketmoney.com slash mighty. That's rocketmoney.com slash mighty. R-O-C-K-E-T-M-O-N-E-Y dot com C-O-M slash M-I-G-H-T-Y. Was is Christmas the big holiday in your house? Yeah, it's sort of like it always was like uh but my parents worked uh jobs that sometimes required them to work on Christmas, so it never Yeah, my like mom was true. a nurse. My mom was my a nurse. A nurse too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. She actually yeah. just retired RN? from nursing. She yeah, she was an RN for a long time. She just retired from nursing, people. but she, they are dude, I my family is like nurses and teachers, and I'm just like I'm so happy. Like, that's what you, you no one's like, you know, cops or firemen. They, that's this is the direction yeah. of my family. <laughs> yeah. Like, still, still in service of the community, but by, right. But yeah, you know, they don't, I don't Although, want my brother to have a gun. <laughs> like, I just don't yeah, think he yeah, should have yeah. one. <laughs> I just know yeah. him since he was zero. I don't think the dude should have a gun. <laughs> I think it's being a, a nurse bananas, is perfect. Dude. <laughs> yeah. Hold on. So, your mom's a, your mom's a nurse. My mom's a nurse. She just recently retired. Yeah. And I'm so happy that, like, my brother got How many years she do? She did nursing because she went to nursing school and uh, started nursing when I was like 12 or 13. I remember. Oh, that's when, wow. That's when we got because my mom was a dental hygienist first. She never went to college. So she went to college when I was like a uh, adolescent and she would have like study groups made up of like, you know, dumpy, weird nurse ladies over the house like every day. And I um that's when we like class jumped. I like have all these distinct memories of being like we're a super oh. poor family and then jumped to like middle class when my mom got a career. And it was like also no one was around anymore in my family. And it was just like feral kids, but we also <laughs> had like PlayStation for Christmas. So it was like I, I didn't give a shit. Uh, for sure, yeah. But uh they yeah, are I, such uh, good people. But go back to tamales and uh tamales on Christmas Eve. That was like did you guys have any oh, other physical traditions? We would make them like my grandparents had like a my grandparents had like a 150 year old family recipe or something like that oh, that died awesome. with them by the way no yeah, one like, passed like, on all abuelita their all their grandkids uh, all their grandkids are half white so like no they one didn't, we, you guys they didn't like, deserve is, it yeah. <laughs> they refused to be colonized yeah. even by their own family yeah, yeah they were they were the, in my grandfather in, in, in the same hand that recipe went down the same hand my grandfather liberated France with in World War II. Like, <laughs> but they, yeah, they just didn't. Uh, like that was like the big thing I remember. And then Midnight Mass, like we were raised super Catholic, so uh, going to Midnight Mass, which to me was always such a fucking chore. Right. I like I don't now. I kind of think like I, I think it's romantic in a way church. now in the sense of yes. Now I have yeah. like an understanding of like when this in Rome. It is so boring. It is so fucking yeah. boring. And like it's crowded on Christmas and we have to go down. Oh, we're going to the downstairs to the basement mass. That's the one for kids. Oh, is it at yeah. all interesting and made for kids? No, no. Okay. It's just like the lesser priest is doing it. Like I remember the first year that my I wife came home for Christmas and she's like, I'm like, Tiffany's not really religious. And my mom's like, well, she should still go. And then eventually we like wore my mom down to the point where she's like, all right. Uh, you know, like we started playing. Her family's not that religious. So we started planning like, we'll come down to you guys the day after Christmas. My, my mom could see that we were just like avoiding going to church. It's like <laughs> Dodging church. Oh, it's like, I don't, this is truly something I never understood is like people who go to church and are filled up like with good after i makes no sense to me i'm happy that it happens for yeah like when people go to church and are like and i'm not i'm truly not mad about it. i'm not trying to make fun of it i just have never felt that way in, in church neither. where we're like where i feel like great like bless him you know like i don't yeah i'm a straight heterosexual like a heterosexual white boring ass guy and i never felt welcomed in church whatsoever like you know what i mean yeah. like i never felt like there was a moment that it was like and this might be interesting because of blank and like i 
you're Mexican, I'm Italian American. Like yeah, that's yeah. the Catholic fucking fucking the heavy yeah, heavy hitters. I'm Mexican in the- Irish. Yeah, <laughs> right, yeah, yeah like, you got no much choice. Yeah, I should have like really dived into this. <laughs> right, and yeah, and I it just was not for me. And I went to catechism, and the teachers were awful, and they were so mean, and like, and I was like, what? Aren't they trying to sell us on this? Like the priests are yeah. fucking us. No one is giving us like. Uh, what the shit, the shit that it, my parents' generation got out of church of like, we made, pa- pa- you know, pancake breakfast and saw the whole community. That shit was gone by the time I, like, I could sniff out yeah, that a collection plate went around and I never saw poor people <laughs> get the money. Like, you know, they never yeah, like handed it, it, it to like so a lady. Obligatory. <laughs> right? yeah. It was so obligatory. And then shaking hands with weirdos. Peace, peace be, be with, with you. you. That, <laughs> I used to like that part of it. But then I'd be like, after a little while, I was like, "Man, I don't fucking peace, peace out." Like, I don't need this. Shit. Right. Like, I remember really liking the mom, idea. Like, I like community. I like the idea of community. I just yes. don't like the way they do it. I guess, or never really gathered gathered me. And I didn't. Well, it's hard. Was a it's hard to explain. Oh shit! <laughs> and that still didn't hit. Still yeah, didn't yeah, land yeah. on you. Yeah. No, and he I was trying to explain to my mom like that. Disenchanted w- with it. Yeah, who wouldn't be? Uh my, yeah, I tried like, to explain to my up, mom, like, like, I'm done with this. Like, we, yeah. we get our community from other places now. And, like, I don't think there's a more apparent time of where you get your community from. And this is, like, sad and always kind of prevalent in our industry. But, like, when a comic passes away, that's when I Jesus, feel like yeah. I'm part of a community. That's, like, when I feel like this would be, like... In the 1800s, if a neighbor passed away, everyone would have something nice to say. Everyone would mourn the loss of this individual. Yes, we sort of do it in mm-hmm. a, semi, a semi-digital forum now, but... Everyone does, though. Yeah, yeah like, it does, everyone... It does, it does feel good knowing if you're to pass, a few people would be like, homie was mad funny. Here's a clip. Of yeah, him, or like, like I loved him. Yeah, yeah. Right, and and like that, that's something a lot that of those going around. People are getting from their communities in church, and we get to get that from our fellow comics, fellow artists, which I think is yeah. like, and so I try to articulate that to my mom. I'm like, and that's why religion is being lost because there's no rules to be part of the comedy community except do comedy, and like there's a lot of Pretty communities much. out there. Yeah, there's a lot of communities out there that isn't like. Well, if you're gay, you can't be in this community. If you're like, you know, there are some, there's still yeah. plenty, but we're making our own community. Like that found family shit is like so real and it, and it's for everybody. Like, and so finding that again without religion and then you're like, Friendsgiving is like more fun than seeing your family on Thanksgiving. And I'm yeah. 41. I'm 41. I don't want to be at the fucking kids table. I don't like that drop in status I get when I get home and my mom's like, is that how you're doing your hair for dinner? I'm like, I want to just go with my friends and everything is fun. And it's like I bring stovetop and everyone's pumped, you know? Like, I- also, I'm doing it. Like, also, like, I'm a, I'm an adult. I'm right. a, I have a life. Like, I like you're going to tell me Uncle Pete shits together? Like, you, like, just because right. he's a firefighter, like, like, the guy's a fucking alcoholic. Like, you're like, right. like, you're like, you know, like, I don't, that's the, like, I was talking about this with somebody who, like, the worst thing about COVID was everybody lost their communities. You know, right. like, so, like, right. even like when, the like, gym, when, like, like, for a lot of people yeah, going to the gym is their for community. Sure. Yeah. For sure. That's one yeah. of mine. Like, that's one of the things I like to do and be in, you know, like, yeah. And like, Same. and like, when, when they were like, churches are opening back up. And I was like, well, then everything can be open. Like I, in my mind, like right. I was very like, I do not think they're more important than what my community is to me. Like I really don't. One hundred percent. I and like yeah. and that and churches don't have to pay taxes, but my gym does and my uh, and also comedy like, theater also does. Can yeah. be argued that UCB like, good, pays taxes. Good public health does more for a community than churches do. It's right, you right, could make that right. argument. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. If if everyone just did yeah. twenty minutes a day on an incline treadmill, we'd all be better off than if we did oh. Our Father and Hail yeah. Mary. <laughs> yeah, instead of instead of sitting and and kneeling, doing girl pushups as I call them when I get in the pew. <laughs> just <laughs> I can't wait to try to articulate to my mom. You know, mom, if uh, instead of going to an hour long mass on Sundays, you walked for an hour, your life would improve greatly. <laughs> like if you just did one hour of steps a week. Rather Rather than religious, I'm like, oh my god! <laughs> my, and, and you know what? And 
it's everywhere. He is everywhere. So like this is like I don't think you need to go to a church to get the God. Right. Yeah. Fucking really put don't. on a Christian yeah. podcast. Can put on a Catholic podcast and go for a hike. <laughs> yes. a That's like the most podcast. LA religious oh. shit oh. ever. Oh God. How awful would it be to be I, like a, a cat? How fucking uptight is your life? You're like, I have to listen to this Catholic podcast. I can put drive. on anything instead of music. I'm putting on a Catholic. I'm putting on mass. I'm listening to ma- dude trying uh, to trying to get my mom to let us skip church by watching the church channel was such a thing as kids would be like, we'll watch oh, 90 really? minutes of the church channel. Yeah, we would like beg because there was like this one channel that just played like weird masses and shit. And we'd be like. If yeah, we yeah, watch yeah, mass yeah. on the church channel, can we skip church? My mom be like, "No." <laughs> it's like, "Why not?" <laughs> like anything to just like watch TV rather than go somewhere is like such a fucking little and you're like, thing. <laughs> it's and like I grew up in the south, so that shit was on. The televangelist thing was super heavy where I'm from. Like every Sunday, oh, I could only like, imagine. Every networks, like every local affiliate was littered with with church shit, man. It was a fucking beating. What a fucking And then you're just like, God, let us just <laughs> let us just get to football. Let us just like let's get through this fucking prayer shit and watch the Cowboys game for God's sake. Oh, let's get uh, through this. You just you just reminded me that Mike, our Christmas tradition involved going to my dad's family for dessert at the end. Okay. So we'd go to like we'd host some people and then we'd or uh we'd go to mass, then we'd host my mom's side of the family who's like the family we're still connected to, and then and they're, they're the religious dad, side. That, yeah, they're like the the quad religious side. In religious in that they go to church every Sunday, but no one has like love in their heart for their fellow person or anything <laughs> like that. You know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Take they're, what you want from Catholicism and leave whatever yeah. else you don't need. Or it's whatever. just the committed working class mentality of the of the Long uh, Islanders. But right, yeah. yeah, it's like got to go to church on Sundays because. That's like how I know I'll go to heaven and I, I'll it's hit part the of my union dues. <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, but then we would go to my grand, my, my grandpa and grandpa, grandma and grandpa, on my dad's side. And they were and I realized in hindsight, we'd always be like, all right, no more playing your new video games or new toys. Pack up. We're going to Grandma Didi's house. She's the poor alcoholic side of the family. So deal with that. And it would be like. That was like the thing we just after just surviving mass for an hour. Next up was like, all right, we have to spend two hours at grandma's house. Dad is going to be so drunk and so angry by the time we leave. We have to like and me and my brothers would be like plotting of like, okay, we can bring these two toys with us. This ought to keep us like, you know, like and it was just like surviving like I remember my brother got Game Boy one. You're going you're, <laughs> you're just going over you're going over for dessert and everything tastes bitter. Yeah, it's like, all it's like all like, a problem. Yeah. yeah. We I remember my yeah. littlest brother got Game Boy one year and we just sat on the couch and watched him play Dr. Mario and it was like, This is our best bet at this point. This is the only way to survive grandma's house. Yeah. As they're upstairs like banging yeah. down Jaegermeister and singing like Christmas carols and shit. We're like, we gotta get the fuck yeah. out of here. Yeah. I fucking totally get that. The <laughs> disappointment grandparents feel in their grandkids at some point is banana like because they, they're there's like there's just they're either the greatest thing ever or the coldest bastard you've ever met in your life like yeah. i mean my grandmother i think my grandfather would look at us when we did something he liked and be so filled with like this is my legacy right. and then like when we didn't do something or like he'd just be like i can't believe they're my blood like, like, I would, like, you would overhear a grandparent say to your parents so frequently i mean i, I don't know if this is true for everyone but you'd hear like my grandpa go like, Jesus Christ, Joanne, these kids are fucking animals. You know, you'd like hear some shit like that. And you'd be oh, like, you'd be like, oh, Ooh, that he's talking about us. Oh, oh, or or like, or like, he's fucking, he's twelve. When's the baby weight coming off? You're like <laughs> yeah. shit like that. You're like, you're like, ah. I make I don't know. Maybe every time I see you, don't feed me biscuits. <laughs> I make this joke all the time, but like, gr- like I, I'm from being from Long Island and growing up in like the 80s and 90s. Like my family thought I was gay because I like really liked movies. <laughs> like it was like the way he likes movies is like, <laughs> like, like I was just like oh. it was too artistic for my family. Of like, <laughs> I liked Jaws, and my parents are like gay lord. <laughs> like, like what? <laughs> yeah, fucking same. For, like if if there was anybody in our grandkid group that was gay, it was that grandfather definitely thought it was me. He's like, I was like, I want to be a writer someday, and he was just like, Ugh. Yeah. like that's that that tall. Like, you read all you the time. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. It's just like, what? am I fucking? I the amount of like 
conflict or just contrast my grandparents that like my grandparents on my dad's side were Mexican, right? And they would have like they had like some Native American like Kachini dolls and some Native American like arts in the ha- art in the house. But then th- my grandmother would have these oil paintings of John Wayne up at the same time. <laughs> and I'd be like, this is like I don't know where you're going with it. Like, I guess you just like cowboy Western culture. If you're like, but the amount of conflict of like the damage John Wayne did as a cowboy. <laughs> to natives. Yeah. 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 And just in general, like the messaging of like, well, it's like my grandma had like of, Jesus and Elvis and Kenny Rogers, like paintings of like all three of those guys up. And it was like, <laughs> I was like, these guys just carry equal weight. Like the roasters guy is up yeah. there with the fa- the son of Christ. Yeah. Or whatever. <laughs> it's like, you're like, how is this? Yeah. Like this guy made it to your Mount Rushmore. Like <laughs> I'll fucking Inexplicably, do not get it, man. My grandma was born and raised on Long Island, but like never went to school or anything. She like worked on the last farm and she. Uh, she was a bit of a like a liar and a complicated individual. She had adopted a Southern accent and a love for Southern music and wrestling, as she called it. She's like, get your ass in the gay garage. It's time to watch wrestling. And it's like, this woman is from <laughs> exclusively New York. And she had this like she drove <laughs> she drove a purple Cadillac at purple. Like my my grandfather drove a van that was spray painted camouflage because he was in the army and they thought that was funny and my grandma drove like a purple Cadillac I mean I I will admit like that is hilarious it is absolutely hilarious but it's like your grandma you you go to your grandma and grandpa's house there's a purple Cadillac next to like a spray painted there's a little bit of stability lacking yeah yeah yeah. and that goes to show you the kind of family we were like uh, whatever uh, (laughs) we're like you know uh, white trash rich it's like I got a thousand dollars it's like buy a Cadillac now it's like okay yeah for sure (laughs) oh man like spending money like that is Uh, I totally get it Shane talking holidays But most important this holiday, I want everyone to gather their family around and check out the Blue Eyed Mexican on YouTube. Thanks, <laughs> I, I watched your special. Bert Kreischer. Hell yeah. Uh, shout out. Yeah. Shout out to you, Shane. Man, the special is fucking funny. It features, you know, something I always thought that you did well uh, since I started uh, following your comedy is you, you do like those good, solid chunks that are super funny and tell a full story. But inside are like, 12 random jabs that are like within the realm of the joke, <laughs> but just solid one-liners Thank you, man. that don't that aren't necessarily momentum builders for the bit, but they are just fucking chops of just funny joke, funny six-word joke. Those are for me. Yeah. Those are for me. Thank and, you, man. And me, yeah. dude. Like I, I like they're Yeah, they're, like they're for comics for sure. Yeah, they make me they make me fucking laugh so much. Like I forget Thank you I so forget much, which Doug. chunk it is in, but it's like I can hear you breathe is like a throwaway joke of like the way you sound uh, oh. yeah, like I forget what it is, but that oh, that yeah. made me fucking Oh, when smart. my ex broke up yeah. with me, she she told me the way I breathe when I fuck is weird. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that made me fucking narf. But tell people uh, a little bit about uh, Blue-Eyed Mexican, where they can watch it, how they can fucking support you on this journey. Uh, yeah, it's available on YouTube. Uh, my channel as well as Burt Kreischer. Burt Kreischer and his uh, lovely wife, Leanne Kreischer, produced it. Oh, hell uh, yeah. Leanne, real, yeah, she fucking killed it, dude. She was awesome. We shot it at the Sultan Room in Brooklyn. Uh, it's been out for about two weeks um, uh, at the air, at the airing of this. It'll probably be, yeah, it's, it came out December 10th. I'm very proud of it. And it, I went be, through a way. lot of hoops. Yeah, I don't often I think I make good work, but I'm not braggadocious about it. I try not to be, but I think this is a good piece of work. And, um, you know, there's been some really kind publicity and stuff. Some people have really written some nice things about it, which uh, uh, feels good. Feels like, getting nice to be seen. Yeah, yeah. And truly, my peers are watching it, which is kind of the most flattering thing. Like, yeah, to sit down so and watch ways. an hour yeah. of comedy these days is bananas for someone who's okay, trying to exhausting. write an hour. Yeah. Uh, and but, yeah. man, it, it you fucking make me laugh so much. You're so thanks. You're pal. so fucking. Your 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 casual style is like belays <laughs> how fucking like well written your bits are, and I I've always appreciated that about you. Yeah, I thank you so much, Johnny. I appreciate yeah. that, dude. Yeah. Uh, so people go on YouTube, search "Blue Eyed Mexican." It's believe it or not, the first result. <laughs> there are not any other blue eyed Mexicans out, out SEOing you right now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's kind of nice. 
Yeah, that feels good that there's oh. not like some like wow. weird like lo- uh, La Bamba's <laughs> like a Richie Valens song by that name that like out oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. you or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, or just like, yeah, or like, yeah. <laughs> or just like, a, oh, slurs from the jazz scene in the 30s. Like, <laughs> right, right, right. It's just, oh, this weird, <laughs> fucked up, deleted, racist scene from American History X or whatever. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I saw that movie with my uncle, so, the priest. Wow, yeah. <laughs> He's like, I think I don't think this yeah. is for me, man. <laughs> yeah. He was uh, like, so it was amazing. Watching, <laughs> I got a lot of good ideas from this. Like, no, no, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, no, Dick. No, no, no. Just go back to England. <laughs> uh, watch it. Share it. Fucking embed it in your social media. Do you know? Post the clips. Uh, uh, Shane, follow Shane on Instagram. He's throwing up some clips. Uh, Restory those for your friends to get on the Blue Eyed Mexican Train. Uh, Blue Eyed Mexican Train. It's one of my search terms. (laughs) (laughs) You got to delete that before she gets home tomorrow. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Oh shit! Right, I got to get this out of there. Shane, always a fucking pleasure catching up with you, man. Always a blast, man. So nice to see you. I meant to say this at the beginning, but I always brag about both Shane and Kyle Ayers, two guys I met on the same day at Bonnaroo, un- had sight unseen, agreed to do a power hour on stage with me. <laughs> and I just was like, hi, I'm land. I just landed. Our first comedy show is 60 shots of beer or booze between the and, and you and Kyle were so game. I was like, these are fucking good people to have just landed. That was that. a good time. And, and now you got me no into Sturgill Simpson. Comedy at Bonnaroo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. And it was the no last year of comedy. We like sort of set that <laughs> down the <a> path. <bit. laughs> Were we at fault? Possibly. It certainly wasn't Janelle James' fault. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. She's doing great. <laughs> yeah. I did. I did this before we go. Tell this. Like, we were at Bonnaroo, and the head of the festival was talking to me. Like, we're excited to have you. Like, I'm so happy to be here. She goes, I'm not supposed to tell you this tonight, but there's a secret Cage the Elephant show. And I was like, Ooh. oh, yes. Yeah. And then I was drunk from power hour. And then I had to go on stage. And the first thing I do is like, you guys going to the secret case, the elephant show tonight. <laughs> yeah, and and everyone's like, uh, blew up, spread throughout the saw- entire festival. <laughs> yeah, oh, ruined everything. Oh. God damn it. I, uh, I held at- on to cool doing cool things for as long as I could. <laughs> I know. I just blow it all the time. <laughs> I'm at Gabrus yeah. on all social media. Check out Action Boys, my other podcast. And check out uh, 101 Places to Party Before You Die. Still on Max. I mean, as of this record, who knows what's happening. Maybe Paramount's bought it or whatever. But we still got some episodes out there. Good luck finding them, asshole. Go get them. Bye, shitheads. That was a headgum podcast. In a part of the world where there are no rules. Holy shit. Holy shit, guys. I'm so pumped. I definitely have not watched this since I rented it on VHS in 92. Strangers united by the threat of death. We got all the fucking major players. Seagal. Vladimir Putin is a good man. Arnold. Here, come. Give it to me. I need you to cream pie me now. Stallone. People are loving this movie. It's got a lot of heart. You're mentally irregular. (laughs) Now, somewhere... Somehow, someone's gonna pay. I would fucking love for my wife to like see me rip a guy's throat out. But they didn't count on one thing. This movie's fucking insane. (laughs) It's how you know it's a good movie. You have to do almost all the work yourself to figure it out. Oh, there's a fantasy component. There's some sword fighting. There's some lightning. Bam! 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 You wake up after a few years, and then you don't even know who you are anymore. We're going to be making Terminators. <laughs> We're going to make a really great deal with the Xenomorphs. What? I don't hate them, but I pity the room <laughs> Yes, I understand. This is now the 20th ending of the movie. I am dark. I'm your dad. <laughs> Action, boys. Boys will be boys. Subscribe here for bonus content and more free stuff from behind the paywall. To get new episodes, become a patron at actionboys.biz. Do it. Do it. Come on. Do it now. <laughs>